0: Evening everyone, welcome to another episode of the Golden Goal Fantasy Football Podcast. Uh, as usual, you're joined by me, Tom and Sam. How are you doing, mate?
1: Hey, Tom. Yeah, very good, mate. Um, yeah, looking forward
2: to it.
0: And yeah, this week we got a very, very special guest in Ben. How are you doing?
2: Not too bad, guys. Thanks very much for having me on. I appreciate it.
0: No, hey, you're most welcome, Pleasure,
2: mate. mate. Great to have you on. Yeah, no, I mean, I've been enjoying the podcast every week, so I'm glad to get a chance to come on and speak with you both.
0: Yeah, I really appreciate yeah, it, mate. Good.
1: good to get your opinion tonight and shoot the um, proverbial around all the fixtures and results and players and all that sort of stuff, as we've just um, already started to do off, off camera, so yeah. should should be a good one, probably be a long one.
0: Yeah, I was just tempted to hit record while you were shooting the shit about Liverpool and Man City then, but uh, yeah, I held off. <laughs> yeah. do a Joe Rogan style just start the podcast randomly and say we're rolling yeah
2: get it going early god knows what you'd get from the two of us just ranting there uh
0: yeah so yeah as usual um go through um each of our teams preview the fixtures and luckily actually we've got some brand new premier league fixtures out that we can talk through although i can't say they're the most interesting really um and there thank you for your questions we got a few questions to go through at the end as usual as well so um first up sam i've got your team if that's all right you all right to give us a whirl through what you've got
1: yes mate absolutely um i will just say to anyone if you hear two crazy dogs in the background they are mine um hopefully they'll settle down so yeah we're kind of mid game week aren't we so um it's always a funny one when it's in, in that position got a little bit of uh, jose Sar in goal he's actually been a really good pick i think ben you're on him as well aren't aren't you? Yeah, I got
2: tired and he's been great so far.
1: Yeah, he's just got me a couple of back-to-back nine-pointers. Obviously, the one against Everton was awesome. Wasn't massively expected. I've kind of been waiting for Everton to kick into action. So for him to get the clean was awesome. Um, Trent, Gabriel, Rudiger, Cancelo. So I brought Cancelo back in for Thiago Silva, who didn't start. Obviously, Silva was in there for me. So just sort of imagine that. Um, yeah, nice little sort of seven-pointer from Trent previously. Uh, And with Trent playing tonight against Arsenal, hoping for something. Gabriel, he's been really, really poor since I brought him in. I think I brought him in for the Brentford game when they conceded in like the 93rd minute. I was like, oh, another poor move. But you know what? Little sort of passes here against Wolves. Obviously, the one-pointer against Watford was disappointing. But to get a nine-pointer against Leicester, didn't expect it. Gives me a bit of faith. And they've got a, a nice... Con- um nice sort of fixture congestion, congestion run. So hopefully just accumulate some points and, and some clean sheets would, would be, uh, would be awesome. Arsenal are looking fairly good. Um, so yeah, happy to hold for now. Eight pointer for, for Rudiger or oh, 16 as captain on the, um, on the 13th. Um, yeah, obviously you got the yellow card, a bit disappointing, but but hit the passes tier and uh, I think they can count themselves a little bit fortunate there wasn't a penalty for Newcastle. Oh mate, um, that was that one.
0: Stonewall, so, wasn't it?
1: Yeah. yeah, I'll absolutely take that. Cancelo, so I had him out and I brought him back in, and I was having a conversation with you, Tom, wasn't I, about maybe like being my rank been around eight hundred, like having a punt, but I just didn't think that night was was the night for the punt. Um Mares couldn't get KDB in easily. So I thought the highest ceiling player that night was, was Cancelo. And I I think he actually was the highest scorer, wasn't he on the evening? So yeah, very, very happy to make that, 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 that move. And I'll probably keep him now to the end of the season. Um, nice 13 pointer, absolutely fantastic asset. Um, yeah. Coutinho, little bonus, Joe Willock didn't play, but fingers crossed he plays Thursday. So tomorrow night, um, he missed out with a niggle, so he wasn't even on the bench. And I think he will come back into the team. I think it's a really important game for them, isn't it? Um, against Everton. So fingers crossed he he uh he plays, starts, so I can captain him. Uh, blank from Mount. Obviously I brought Mount in for that congestion of games for that for Chelsea he got me the the goal and the assist in the game before. Um was it goal and assist? I think it was, wasn't it? Yeah, the thirteen pointer and shots tier. Bit of a shame he blanked, but I'll be looking to move him on at some point. Salah, Broya, Kane. um, Yeah, not much to say there. Broya, one point again. You know, he's definitely um, hanging by a thread in my side at the moment. And I think with these fixtures and stuff, it might then bring up a little bit of a change moving forward. Um, Salah and Kane, both super solid. So happy with those guys. And yeah, not a bad week, actually. Sort of improved my rank a little bit and hopefully with... Certain things may be going our way tonight. It'll give me another little push. So, yeah, all good.
0: Nice one, pal. I'll quickly whack up my team. Yeah, I made a cheeky transfer tonight. I can't remember if I could have done it earlier or not, but I got rid of Thiago Silva for Gabriel, um, basically because he's at least got a three for one over, um, over Thiago Silva with a bit of luck. So I just thought that was an easy move. I'm down to 10 transfers now, though, which feels a little bit uncomfortable. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I feel like that's the average, actually, to be fair. So it's not, not the end of the I, world. I
2: think 10 plenty as well. I think you'll be okay with that.
0: Um, and, yeah, I've, well, you see, I've used three transfers already this week. And I think I went through the full, the full four or five last week as well. But, yeah, you see my rank has gone up and up and up every every single week. So I'm pretty happy with how how the transfers have paid off, really. I think over the last month or so, I've climbed about 400 places. So I'm pretty, pretty content with that. Um, and, yeah, my, my defence got Cancelo and Laporte, as Sam already spoke about, Cancelo. And yeah, I've held Laporte for this long, knowing that this game would come and expecting a clean sheet. And I, I got a nice 10-pointer out of him. Uh, Trent didn't obviously get any attacking. Re- Did he get an attacking return in his last game? It's just a clean sheet, wasn't it? No,
2: just um, clean sheet, From the yeah. fixture.
0: And then, yeah, Dubravka in goal. Um I know he hasn't lit the world up but I think over Pope since I've bought him he's probably 10 or 11 points up I think with the captaincy game to go. Um so I know he's like I say he's not lit the world up but I think that transfer has actually paid off I'd say. Um and yeah Sam already mentioned Rudiger he was my captain when they when they when they played. I've got Rafinha, Saka and Ramsey as my midfield. I got rid of I well it's probably a bit of a uh a sudden move really but I got rid of Kilman when I saw he wasn't playing and brought in Ramsey just because that allowed me to sort of restructure my team Ramsey being slightly cheaper than than Kilman even um, and yeah pleasantly surprised to see him come up with a goal I think Rafinha is looking pretty much back to his best as well I think he's getting like well his xG over the last few games is, is something ridiculous he should have got more returns than he actually did so yeah really excited to keep him in my team and he'll be my captain against Wolves Salah he does what he does scored a goal and so did Harry Kane as well so pretty content with those two and to be honest I don't see any reason to get rid of Salah and Kane for the the rest of the season really I think they just stay there that's me
2: I know I might be jumping the gun a bit Tom but um what's your plan then with Dubrovka are you going to hold him for the the will single or because you've now uh, as I know we'll talk about later kind of need Pope are you gonna skip a Pope game or skip a Dubravka.
0: Yeah, I've got to really play that one by ear, to be honest. I'm not going to make a plan now, because I think through that international break, things might change. But yeah, it's a tough one, because my original plan was to just go Debravka and Tassar, and not have to worry about these Burnley singles, but they've thrown a bit of a, a spanner in the works with these. So yeah, I don't have a plan at the moment, to be completely honest. I've got, got the whole international break to think about it, so I think I'm going to use that time. Fair enough. That's it really. I've got your team next, Ben.
2: Yeah, so like Sam, I've got Sar, have been great since uh, I brought him in. I think I looked at it yesterday. It was like Pope has got I think net zero points and I got he got a minus one and then a one. And in that time I think Sar has got me what eight, Oh no, uh twenty two. So that's a pretty good gain. Um and then yeah, Van Dijk and Trent. I've gone from the overhaul, I've had double Liverpool, I just thought. Most people were kind of sleeping on the Liverpool defence. I think a lot of people think we concede more than we do because we play the offside trap so well. So um, it definitely looks like we concede more chances than we do. So I thought that was a good chance to try and gain a little bit by going double Liverpool from the get-go. And I'm going to probably commit to it until the end of the season, I think, unless something radically changes and we start shipping two or three goals a game, I think I'll probably uh, stick with the double up. And then, yeah, currently Rudiger and Silva are my other two. Um, I brought them both in last week. One for... So when Rudiger started, I brought him in. When Silva started, I brought him in and captained them for both those days. A um, bit disappointing that Silva didn't play, but I think we all kind of expected that, to be honest. Uh, and then, yeah, midfield, I've got Rafinha. Uh, as you said, Tom, kind of been incredible recently, although I am getting rid of him next week, which could be dangerous. Um, but He's been too frustrating. I want to try and take a punt on someone else, which we'll get to later. Um, Ramsey, can't complain. You know, if, Even if he got two points, he's still worth it for 5.8 million. He's been amazing. I'm just disappointed, actually. I don't know if you guys remember. I was so championing uh, having him in at Overhaul, and then I didn't do it. I kind of got talked out of it. Um, and went for, I think, Gallagher instead. And then, of course, he got a brace. Uh, and so then I rage-transferred him in. Which I mean, in the end, has probably actually been okay. Um, I think he's done pretty well since then, so I'm happy enough with that. Wood Prize, he's been fine. You know, he did the job on the single. That's kind of all I needed him to do. Uh, I'm getting rid of him tomorrow, so I'm not too worried. He's been okay so far. Um, On the graphics, I've got Saka. That's only I've only brought him in today, so uh, yeah, he's been great recently. I brought him in. Initially to cover the Arsenal captains, but I've actually changed my mind on that. Um, I'm going to bring in Ramsdale and go with him, I think. But I think Saka looks really good. He's one of the best uh, scoring midfielders in the game, actually. So happy with that for sure. Although I hope he doesn't do too much tonight. Uh, we've got a league title to win. So. Um, and then, yeah, Salah up front. Needs, you know, don't need to say much about him. And Son, who has been the most... I mean, amazing and frustrating player I think I've owned all season. You know, I, I had him a couple of months ago uh, when everyone had Kane and he was doing amazingly for me. And then now it just feels like I'm really getting punished for not having Kane. So um, I'm hoping Kane stays quiet tonight and some matches or beat someone. I guess we'll see.
1: I'm just going to have a look. <laughs> I
2: think it's still nil-nil. Yeah, it's nil-nil, no
1: boys, still. All right.
2: Thank God. <laughs> Let's hope it stays like that.
0: Yeah, nice one, Ben. Look, looks good. You said you were getting rid of... I remember you said you were getting rid of ward Price. I guess we'll probably talk about that when we get on to the fixtures. But what's your plan? Are you getting rid of him for a Newcastle lad or...?
2: Yeah, so the plan today was always... I would get rid of Cancelo today and ward Price tomorrow. Um, and so I brought Saka in today and then tomorrow will be... I was pretty set on Sim um, Maximan, uh, especially because I think he's now going to be back and starting and last time he played Everton, he did really well. I think he got man of the match. I don't think like, he didn't score, but he got like man of the match and shots to or something like that. Um, and he's such a darling for man of the match. But I think uh, now that these new fixtures have come out and I'm not going to be able to have Sa, the captain, on the Newcastle single, I think I'd rather probably have a defensive asset for that single. So um, I know our friend Tom P has been championing, championing uh, target and I think target's kind of going to be my guy as well you know captain him, he's I mean last time I checked he was like 0.1 or 0.2 percent owned in the top 1k and I watched the game against Chelsea and he looked great so I can't see you know he's not going to probably get a goal but he could get an assist he's on set pieces and Newcastle look like they're a lot better defensively so that's the plan
0: yeah they, they really have improved haven't they like when we first saw the game come out Pretty much all of us are like, nah, no, I'm never going to pick a player from these teams. But yeah, Newcastle are pretty tempting, though, because they really sort it out.
2: Yeah, it's, it's a shame Trippier isn't fit because I think if he was fit, everyone would be on him. I think he's looked amazing this season. But I I still think this is, it provides a good opportunity for anyone who's chasing or anyone like me who's got a stupid amount of transfers left. You know, I'm on, after today's transfer, I'm still on 14. So, uh, yeah I think it's a good opportunity for me to make a move that could actually end up doing something hopefully
0: yeah definitely I've just I've just wet the uh, the fixtures for well tomorrow's game and game week 32 on the screen um, like we've already spoken I guess about yeah our plans with Newcastle players etc but I guess most of what we've done is within the confines of like our team structures. I was just wondering who you guys thought was the best captain if you could pick any player for the game who was the best captain on the night.
2: Uh, well, I mean, I would say if, if it was just for that one game and he starts St. Maximum, if not, then it's a real toss up. I honestly think Target is probably the second best. Dubravka maybe, but I, I think with Target, you've got a good chance of an attacking return. Or he, he's even got tackles um, once or twice. So, But yeah, I I think if he starts St. Maximum for that one game for sure.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go. Um, I think Debravka's is probably the best shout. Everton aren't scoring many goals. Obviously, you get a, a nine-pointer for a clean sheet. So, yeah, I mean, maybe that says uh, says everything we need to know about the players and maybe that it's going to, you know, there that, that really isn't a fantastic option, even though Newcastle have improved. I mean, Everton are absolutely dog, aren't they? Um, and Newcastle, yeah, there's no massive standout, I don't think, as a Sky asset. So, yeah, Debravka for me, Tom.
0: Yeah, and likewise, I, yeah, that was one of my punts really. Well, but started with a punt, but yeah, like we we're saying, I think Dubravka's turned into the best captain for the game now, so I'm pretty pretty happy to to be owning him for that. Um, and yeah, just looking at the the rest of the game, the game week thirty two fixtures. So on Friday we've got um, Wolves against Leeds. Um, so I'll have I'll have Rafinha that day. So it's a nice and simple one for me. But what about yourself, Sam?
1: I'll be on Saar, mate. I don't have Rafinha, but I'm totally happy to own Saar. I think Wolves are really solid at the back. So, yeah, believing it on him. Um, Yeah, simple one so far uh, for me. I've got 10 moves left, so could potentially bring in Leeds. I mean, Rafinha if I wanted to, but don't think I'm going to. So, yeah, Saar for me. And yeah, good stuff
2: for me. I mean, I have Sa and Rafinha, so I'm kind of spoiled for choice. Um, I was very confidently going to say Sa until I saw how much Rafinha could have gotten. Um, I still think I probably will go for Sa. I don't think Leeds will score. Um, and if they do, it probably will be Rafinha, to be honest. But um, I think I'll stick with Sa unless, you know, I'll see how tonight goes. And if I really need to chase, uh, then I'll stick it with Saar. And if not, then I'll maybe I'll maybe consider Rafinha for the ownership. But so far, I'm saying Saar. Yeah, I was,
0: I just, a good I was, show, I was just quickly looking at the ownership. Um, Saar's on what's, this is 8pm on Wednesday. Saar is currently 15.8% owned and Rafinha's right up at 58 So. Yeah, if I'd say on paper, Sar is probably the best captain and he's the lower-owned. So, yeah, if you've got the chance to captain him, I'd, I'd do that. They uh, just don't
1: concede many goals they, Wolves. No. Like, they are really... They've gone back to being really solid and, yeah, I'm just not going to overthink it. Don't need to make a move. saar has been good. Stick the armband on him.
0: And I was just thinking how, like... Well, Wolves and Leeds match up. I was just going to see how the refer- the reverse fixture went. It ended one one. I, I just like to think that that Wolves are a pretty difficult team for Leeds to play against, right? Because they sit pretty deep. They won't have much space in behind. I think it's it's a game that suits yeah low scoring affair really.
1: Agreed, mate.
2: Yeah, my only thing is I can see when Bamford starts to really start, you know, getting back into you know full fitness. I can imagine Leeds are going to start firing again. So, I mean, whether that's going to be on Friday or not, I don't know, but I think it's coming.
0: Uh, then Saturday, we got Villa at home to Arsenal. I mean, for this one, I've, it's going to have to be my guy, Saka. I brought Gabriel today, but I've, I think you've got a captain, Saka, on this one, if, if you're me. I, I don't know about what, what you guys are going to do.
2: I mean, for me, I've got Saka. I brought him in today, but I'm actually going to, because of the amount of transfers I have, uh, in between Sa and Pope, who I'm going to be bringing in for the singles down the line, I'm actually going to bring in Ramsdale on Saturday. and I think I might captain Ramsdale. Um, I'll sort of wait and see. Again, Like it, it'll depend on how today and Friday goes, where I'm at and chasing and stuff, but um, at the minute, I think Ramsdale's maybe a better captain. Saka is kind of a I know Paul McAnulty always says he's kind of like, you know, you're punching a lottery ticket. So I think Ramsdale, just for consistency, I'll probably keep it on him.
1: Nice. No, so I'll probably go uh, Coutinho. I've got Gabriel, but I don't fancy um, Arsenal keep a clean sheet. Again, might be completely proved wrong on that. Um, got Coutinho's good forms at Villa Park. Can see a goal or so each side. Yeah, might just go with him. Um, obviously, if I see the captaincy poll and it's heavily weighed towards a uh, Arsenal defender, I, yeah, I might well go with that. But um, if it looks fairly split, then I'll stick it on Coutinho and just hope he has one of his um, like really, really good days. And as we've seen uh, previously at Liverpool and and, and obviously this season, he, can, he he can do it against anyone. Um, so, yeah, happy to have the armband on him and just hope I catch him on a, on a good day.
0: It's a really interesting one, isn't it? I think, yeah, like you say, I think there's probably three or four players that would be pretty highly owned that are almost a split captaincy between like three or four players, really. So, yeah, the game, the whole thing could be won or lost on Saturday the 19th of March, maybe. Because, yeah, there ain't many days where it's quite as split as
1: that, I don't think.
2: Yeah, I like Coutinho. I, I think Coutinho, if I had him, I think he'd be my captain, definitely.
1: Yeah, he's a good shout. Let's uh, let's like Tom said, let's see what happens on that day. I, I can see like a goal each side, so I think any goal uh, defenders or goalkeepers are going to get wiped out. And yeah, I can't see it being a massive haul day for any player really. But um, yeah, I'll take a sort of Coutinho. i will take a five pointer as captain. I, someone said that to me now. Happy days, ten pointer as cap. Um, move on.
0: Uh, then Sunday the 20th, we got Leicester at home to Brentford and then Tottenham at home to West Ham. I don't think I hit record when you were saying it, Ben, but you were bigging up Leicester before. I don't know if you're, you're fancying a Leicester player this day. or. or well,
2: not. yeah, you guys are going to hate me, but as of right now, I think I'll captain Harvey Barnes. Uh, bring in yeah, Barry mate, captain. like it. Because, I mean, if I had Kane, obviously 100% Kane, done, easy. But I don't have Kane. I've got Son, who doesn't look great at the minute and you know against West Ham who are pretty you know they're pretty solid at the minute I know they've kind of been a bit up and down sort of more recently but um, I wouldn't be surprised at all if it ends up nil-nil or one nil each side or whatever you know I I can't see it be high scoring and I don't know if I back Sun to be the guy to get that goal whereas Brentford you know they started strong this season, but they haven't been as good. Re- Although, I mean, Tony's been bagging goals in, but um, they're certainly down in the relegation scrap at the minute. And I just think, you know, Harvey Barnes, I mean, I wrote this down earlier. Let me see. Uh, so he's, So I know there's a lot of worry about him sort of rotating. He started five of the eight games this year, and he's come on in the two of the three that he missed, uh, and he got an assist in one of those. And of all the games that he started this year – He's not blanked once. Uh, the last time he started and he blanked was the first of December. So actually, I don't think he's. His, I know Leicester haven't been great recently, but he looks all right, and he, you know, he should have scored a goal the other day. So I just think I might just take the risk. I, I mean, next week is going to be a really, you know, tough week. So it'll depend on how everything goes. But I think Barnes is probably a better punt than be. That's
1: pretty convincing, mate. Yeah, yeah. I like it, he's greedy, isn't he, as well? I don't know if you just said that, but it does have shot volume, so you come away with shots bonus, aren't you, as sort of minimum, you'd hope. Um Yeah, I'm probably going to be on Kane, but reluctantly, I see Spurs are one-up now. Christian Romero scored the goal, didn't he? So It's like, you know, come on, Harry. <laughs> Please don't. £12.3 million quid, mate. Um I actually am thinking, I'm, I've am i sort of got um, Tony penned in to bring in, I think, there's kind of a little, little. he sort of, they tick along, don't they, Brentford with games and they've got the single there and I think bro year to, bro year to Tony for me is going to happen. That's um, pretty. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's really happening. Like that. um, so I would be tempted to stick it on him, especially when Leicester just, oh mate, they are conceding goals for fun, aren't they? But Ben, what you said about Brentford, totally agree. It's like, um, you know, they're, they're, they're not pulling down any trees, are they? So I think it'll be on it'll be on Harry Kane because it's uh, a derby. And I think that'll add a little bit of spice. Um, but yeah, I'll probably own Tony for that. And let's hope he gets a goal or shoot, you know, golden shots bonus or something like that.
0: Yeah, well, like like you guys were saying, I don't think Leicester have really ever had a problem like scoring goals. Their defense is just all over the place. So yeah, both yeah. of those shouts, like I can't argue with you guys. I think that's two two lovely little differentials there.
2: That's yeah, the vestergaard effect. Bring him into your team, and all of a sudden it just becomes awful. Oh, we all learnt that about last about year. In
0: My god, yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: He hasn't even been playing, but he's just oh, it's, bad, it's just bad as just
0: he's rubbish. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, so like I said at the start, we've had some new fixtures um, announced by the Premier League for um, April in the beginning of May. Um, Yeah, there's quite a lot to read on the screen there, so I won't go through them all, because I think most of the days we'll all pretty much already have a player to cover them. But I think there are a couple of interesting sort of single game days that have come about. um, And two of them, well, the two single game days both have Burnley playing. Um, so on Wednesday the sixth of April we've got Burnley v Everton, and then Thursday the twenty first we've got Burnley at home to Southampton. Um, I think for me it's gets back to Nick Pope for these these couple of days, um, but I don't know if you you punty chaps fancy anything different. But
1: me and Ben have got a problem. We Ben, we
2: saw. Yeah. It, it's the dream has come crashing down on us. Really, I mean the jump off point for Sa, it was so. Clear after the single on the eighth, move to Ramsey on the ninth, and that's us for the season. But uh, yeah, now I'm going to just have to. Um, I mean, I said it earlier, sort of we'll probably bring in Target, Captain Target, for that fixture, and I'll bring in Pope on the sixth, and I think then just hold them to the rest of the season. Burnley's fixtures are, are pretty good um, towards the end of the season. I mean, obviously, it will depend on, you know, if something happens and they're relegated by the time you know, we get to May or whatever, then they might not really care about playing. But um yeah, I think you know Pope loves a good single game day, so
1: yeah. I've got um Willock. So as long as Willock starts against Everton and he's sort of back and fit, then I'll probably go with Willock with the Wolves Newcastle single. Um so that I can ship out um Sar to uh Pope because they've said Single single game day king, like it's just a shame, isn't it, Ben? Where how that just didn't fall, did it, for the for, for wolves? Um, but I think I've got eleven moves, ten or eleven moves left, so you know shouldn't, it's not going to be a big problem. But would have preferred Saar for that Newcastle single.
2: And public service announcements to anyone: I, I think most people assume that Pope is cheaper than Saar and Ramsdale, but he's not. So make sure you have the budget because I know. Yeah. A lot of us are struggling with that.
0: That's exactly why I brought in Gabrielle tonight for silver, yeah, because my my plan was completely foiled because he's six point nine in yeah Ramsdale and Saar. I think Sars what six seven in Ramsdale's six eight. So
2: yeah,
1: is that what they are? Is it yeah yeah? yeah
2: just those little point ones because I was pretty sure I was going to bring in Madison. Um, although actually, I'm happy with Barnes instead of Madison anyway. But uh, I can't because I'm point one short because of Pope.
1: He is worth the money, though, isn't he, Nick Pope?
0: Well, he's and just, like we say, he's a single game day legend, and Everton and Southampton just feel like prime single game day opposition for yeah. Nick Pope, don't they?
1: It's like eighteen pointer, and then you, you get if he gets saves, you probably gets out of the match, and it's just like a haul, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um. So I'm 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 yeah. I'll be I'll be sour out for for Pope for for those two, and then armband on Willick if he starts and just again hope for a bonus on that on that Newcastle Wolves on the Friday and 10-pointer or something like that you know Um, I think there'll be still be some people on Kilman at that point won't there Um, for Wolves assets and so you're hoping that Wolves kind of get a clean sheet wipe out there if you're a SAR owner and move them on to Pope Um, but yeah we'll see I think
2: Kilman will definitely be the most popular captain that day for sure Oh, I think by by quite a lot. I can't really see many other players. I don't know. Maybe maybe a couple of people hold out, and their you. I would say Kilman and Saint Maximum. I say
1: it's team. holding out on the new. It's who holds the Newcastle assets, isn't it? Pretty much.
2: But I think their fixtures aren't too bad in between the two. Let me just double check them. Yeah, I mean they've got uh, well Spurs, which actually. Isn't great, I suppose. Away, away to Spurs as well. So, not the best fixture, but I, I don't mind holding for that. You know, it's only three games, and you're going to captain them for two. So yeah, exactly.
0: Um, yeah, well it's not, it's, it's quite far in the future anyway, so my, my plan won't stretch this far, but on Monday the 2nd of May there's a single game day with what says currently a subject to UA for Champions League participation, but yeah, United got stuff last night, so that's done. So Monday the 2nd of May there's going to be Man United at home to Brentford, um, I think well, by the looks of the fixtures you can just buy someone on the night for this one, um, but for me I'll probably just go De Gea and well, maybe even Ivan, Ivan Tony in try and go against yeah, Man United, maybe. That's what
1: I'm thinking, mate. I'm thinking Tony for that night. I mean, I can judge it nearer the time. Like you said, it's quite a while away. But yeah, fancy Brentford
2: to get a goal.
0: You can just foresee it, can't yeah, you? And Maguire, like, smashing him in the box or something and giving away a penalty, and then Tony just yeah, scoring yeah. his pen, yeah.
2: I- I'm definitely awaiting seeing that one because yeah. I know Liam oh, Doran keeps saying it, it, it's so much like you'll know, be a second of Matty. Brentford could be relegated. Yeah, exactly. It could be yeah. fully safe. You know, uh, United could be, you know, really playing for top four or it could be done. So it just yeah, depends. so many
1: variables isn't there in context. Oh, I wouldn't be objective. I need to bring in Ronaldo that night because that's because he's on form and United have suddenly looked all right. right then I'll, I'll, I'll do that. Um, it's just a bit far away at the moment, isn't it?
2: Yeah, I think De Gea, I think you're right, Tom is probably the one that immediately stands out. Um, but I don't think I'll have the budget for him at, uh, at that time anyway, but I'll have to see. But, I mean, their fixtures uh, after Brentford, you got uh, you know Brighton away, home to Chelsea, and away to Palace. Like, they're not too bad. No. So, um, I wouldn't be opposed to maybe bringing in Ronaldo or something like that as well.
1: Yeah, and then hold him for a three-gamer or something. And he gets to see you get the hat-trick against Spurs, didn't he? He's just, you can pull it out of nowhere, can't he? So... Um... Yeah, yeah, about to wait and see,
0: isn't it? Uh, yeah, so I've just got Twitter questions up now. Um, yeah, we've got a really good one from Luke here. Um, thanks for your question, Luke, as, as always. So, yeah, he's asking us, from each position, who do you predict will be the highest scoring player until the end of the season? So, yeah, out of the goalkeepers, the defenders and the midfielders and the forwards, who's going to be the highest scorer? Um, I'll have a, I'll have a pop at this first. Um, I think goalkeeper. Um, looking at like the recent points, um, and I think I showed the graphic on the the podcast last week. The highest value player in the game at the moment is Allison. He was top of all the lists for the last sort of five or I think it was the last ten game weeks um, for points. So I'd have it actually. I'd actually say Allison is up there as probably going to be the highest scoring goalkeeper, provided he plays all the games. Because I know um, is it Kelleho, your subkeeper? He's sort of fancy, does not he? He might come in for a couple of games, but. Yeah, Alisson would be my pick for keeper.
1: I think, I think the... what Ben said was, "Oh, sorry, Tom." I was going to just back up on what Ben said. I think with, uh, it looks always looks like Liverpool concede more chances, but actually the offside just runs really well, and Alisson's capable of. He's been really good this season, like low key, like probably the best, one of the best goalkeepers in the world. I think I don't sound deluded as a Liverpool no, fan think, to say that he's probably back to is, his man, best. Yeah. His positioning is superb, Every, his distribution, he just he's very all-rounded and he does pick up saves bonus, he's had a couple of assists and as Ben pointed out, he he's just clean sheet, clean sheet, clean sheet and what's even funnier really is quite a lot of them have actually come down to him just with really astute goalkeeping. Um, like
0: massive one-on-one saves and stuff, he seems to pull them like two or three out a game doesn't he?
1: Yeah, not just that though, like his positioning for stuff that other goalkeepers wouldn't read, he just, he just deals with it really well and I think obviously I watch a lot of Liverpool so um, I sort of pick these things up and yeah, it's just, like I said, it overall it's just such a good goalie and I, when I went through that question earlier, Alisson was the first one to come to my mind with that. Um, but there's probably a couple other shouts. Sorry, mate, I've crowbarred all your answers there. So I'll let you get back no, to that's,
0: it. No, that's absolutely fine. And <laughs> yeah, I think probably Nick Pope's up there as well, just for the, the captain season stuff. But sadly, I've, I've just named Allison as like who I think will score the most points, but I don't think I'll own him. I don't think I've got any reason to, to buy him, which is such a weird one. Um, yeah. yeah
2: def- I mean, for me, I, I'd love to own him. I actually, I'm pretty sure, I don't know for certain, but I'm pretty sure I went triple Liverpool at the end of last season. Definitely double. Um, I actually got lucky. The day I brought Alisson in was when he got that wonder goal. Um, so, you know, you never know. He might pop up with another goal or assist at the end of the season. You never know. But, um, yeah, I, I think Allison's a good shout as well. I, I'd written down uh, Pope, if you're including captains. If not, maybe Ramsdale because he's really good for saves. Um, and then just for fixtures, Mendy could be great. Um, Chelsea have got such good fixtures till the end of the season. The only issue with Mandy, really, I suppose, is uh, sometimes you know, Kepa gets random games. I think out of all the sort of big clubs, you know, you're not very likely to see rotation, I think, with Liverpool. You, you're never going to see it with City, uh, even with United. I don't think Henderson's going to get many games. I'd say Kepa might get a couple. So, um, But I think if he starts all the games, I think Mandy will be right up there.
0: Yeah, and, well, I don't need to say much really for defender. I think easy one on Cancelo, really. I I hope that the title race goes absolutely down to the wire, and Cancelo plays every game so I can get loads of points. So yeah, I'm just I was just saying Cancelo for that
1: one. Any thoughts? I mean, yeah, I'm for me. yeah, yeah. I was gonna say I'm with you, Tom, on that. I know we discussed it before. I think if it does go down to the wire, he's just so many routes to points. City are, a clean sheet. Um, clean sheet often, and he's just got such an amalgamation of bonuses that he can he can pull out and goals assists. So he's my he's my one. Um, yeah, I think a Liverpool defender will run him close as well. I don't know Ben. I think that's your thinking, isn't it? But I think for me, it's Cancelo.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think Van Dijk could end up uh, scoring more. I think you know after speaking to you guys before, you know, Cancelo probably is the most likely. But um, when I looked at it like initially, my first thought was just Rüdiger. Rüdiger seems to play every game. He gets bonus pretty much every game. He's attacking a little bit, you know, nothing like Cancelo, but still. And the fixtures are so good. And I think, I could be wrong here, but I think Chelsea have more games than City. I think City only have nine more. Um, so I, I would say if we, you know, think about the fixtures and stuff, I think Rüdiger might outscore Cancelo. And another thing, I I know I saw it somewhere, I can't remember what we were saying earlier, I think if it really comes down to it, I think Pep and City would rather win the Champions League than the Premier League. And I think, you know, I I still think they can play their full team in both competitions, but I think when you've kind of got one eye on the Champions League and one eye on the Premier League, they could slip up a little bit. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. I think it probably will be Cancelo, but... I'll just, you know, put my reputation on Rudiger and see where it gets me.
0: Yeah, fair enough. Um, And then, yeah, midfielder is a really tough one. I think there are five or six players you could have there. I think just on volume of fixtures and how good he's looked, well, he's been pretty consistent all season, to be fair. I'm going to go back to Saka for the highest score in midfielder. I think he's right up there already in, like, just filtering by total points by midfielder. I think he's, like, fifth or sixth. I think Arsenal have got quite a few, well, yeah, over most teams are, are more fixtures, and he's been looking pretty excellent. So I'm just gonna say Saka for that one.
1: I see. Who I've got penned down, mate. Exactly that. He's had eight goals, isn't he? Mm-hmm. I think that's right. He's had eight goals. Yeah. I mean, Jared Bowen's had eight goals. Conor Gallagher the same. Rafinha's had nine. It feels like Rafinha could have had could have had loads more. Yeah. Um, I, for volume of fixtures and how we well he's playing, I'm on Saka for for midfielder to score the the highest points at the end of the season.
2: Yeah, I definitely think Saka too. I was actually surprised uh, when I saw this question earlier. I thought I'll go on the app and just filter by points for midfielder, and Saka was right up there. He's been really consistent on you know volume of fixtures. But just to kind of further, you know, say how great Leicester are, I think Barnes has a chance. Uh, I don't think it's a high chance, but I wrote Barnes as my second choice. Uh, they've got 12 fixtures, which is tied for the most of any other team. I think there'll be a good few singles in there. And then those 12 fixtures, you've got Brentford at home, Everton home and away, Watford away, Norwich at home, Southampton at home, Newcastle away, Palace at home. They're all really good fixtures. Um, and he hasn't blanked in ages. The only negative, uh, I, I think it was pointed out by Paul McAnulty in the uh, 3 for 1 podcast, is if it becomes apparent that the only way Leicester are going to get European football is by winning the Conference League then I can see a lot of rotation, especially in that midfield. So yeah, I think it is probably Saka, but don't sleep on Barnes.
0: <laughs> no, I I can't argue with what you said there, mate. I think yeah, Barnes is a Barnes is a really good shot. And then well, easy one for me on the, the forwards. As long as he stays fit, I think it's got to be Salah, hasn't he? He's just been the absolute best fantasy at well I don't know. Has he had a season in fantasy better than this year? I'm not not entirely sure because he's all he's almost. I think he's the top assister in the league as well, isn't he? Or right close. So yeah, Salah I think is just unbelievable. So gotta go with him. Twenty
1: goals, eleven assists in the Premier League. Um, to give context, he's on two five five currently, not excluding. Oh, he's actually on the bench, isn't he for Liverpool? So he's on currently on two five five. The closest uh, striker to him is um, Son at one hundred and fifty four points. So. Yeah my answer to that was super <laughs> obvious like even having to list to to, to even look at the list uh, who's going to be top scorer up front um yeah mo salah for sure
2: yeah i think it's i think it's going to be salah it's bound to be salah i think uh, especially if you know liverpool are chasing the title i think he's going to be really really keen the only thing that could make it not salah is you know, obviously recently he hasn't looked great with all the talks of the contract and everything that might be in his head i think kane's a good shot as well I think he looks like he's coming into form. I don't know how he's getting on tonight. I haven't been paying attention, but um, I think Kane could do it, but I think Salah.
0: Yeah, completely agree. Uh, Matt SkyFF, I won't add to this one first, I'll so let one of you guys take it, but he asks, if you had two or three Arsenal players in your team, who would be your ideal captain on Saturday?
2: I mean, I'll, I will have two. I'll have Saka and Ramsdale. Um, I'm really... Not sure so far. I think, I think at the minute it'll be Ramsdale. But I know Sam, kind of what you were saying earlier is maybe kind of think maybe Sack is a better shot. But it's going to be a judgment call I will make on the day. If you had to make me choose now, I'd pick Ramsdale. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna decide in the day between those two. I think.
1: Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I think. So I think along, alongside that comes saves points for for Ramsdale, and then potentially, you know, he's played well this season. So there is then the offshoot of man of the match or, or whatever. I put him in a in a pool of five or six you know that would m- maybe likely to get it from from both sides um yeah and then Saka or Saka or Odegaard I uh, I brought Odegaard into my second team now he actually got mad of the match didn't he against um whoever they last played but he was like so so good and I actually think he's a good little shout towards the end of the season um He's something like third or second highest chances created behind only only behind only behind Trent and um, Kevin De Bruyne. Uh, obviously, Arsenal are just looking better and better as a team. Oh, I really like some of their midfielders, but just to throw another name in the, in the hat is uh, Martinelli as well. I think, um, yeah, he'd be a good shout. Arsenal have kind of low-key got sort of four or five really nice fantasy options. I think Ramsdale, Gabriel... Uh, Odegaard, Saka, and Martinelli. Um, so yeah, any of those guys. But I think Ramsdale was the as the main one for me on that night.
0: I've got. A, I've got day, should I say I've got a back Saka myself. Um, looking at overall points, uh, yeah, Ramsdale's on 163 for the season at the moment, and. Saka's on 138 but I don't know I feel like I think I said this on one of our previous pods I feel like Arsenal have gone through a bit of a transition recently like previously we'd only consider a defensive player from Arsenal but I think they've become yeah they've definitely been looking pretty smart going forward as well now so yeah my guy Saka is my my pick for that i say
2: yeah, I think Saka's probably going to be the best so it just depends if you're chasing
0: um i think well I've sort of already asked, answered this one just going through what we've done before but ff bobby asks us do we have anything planned for newcastle assets going into thursday um yeah i, I can just kick that one off i'm a proud dubrav corona so he'll be my captain going into into thursday i think sam you got willock haven't you
1: yeah i'm not entirely happy about it <laughs> if i'm honest with you, he's. I don't know, I am and I'm, I'm not. If if he starts and he's fit, I'm happy with it, really. Um, yeah, he sort of had a nice little patch at the end of last season where he's like getting some goals and bonuses and, and all that sort of stuff. And then he started to do it recently. Of course, when I bring him in, he, he sort of goes off a little bit. But I'm totally happy in the context of the team to have him. Um, and then if I can get another captaincy out of him at his price um, a little bit later down the line, then, yeah, you know, that, that'll do. And just pray for a four or five pointer like tackles bonus or something and yeah really happy with that.
2: Yeah and then Map Target for me I think will be I mean could be tempted by Dan Burn, could still be tempted by St. Maximum but I'm I'm pretty sure I'm pretty set on Matt Target.
0: Yeah, nice one lads. Um so damn fear um, sorry mate I, you sent you sent me a tweet asking when we were recording so you might have asked this question trying to get an answer before the games kicked off tonight so sorry for we a little bit late answering this one for you um, but he's saying so is it the best idea to ship Ward-Prowse out to a Leicester midfielder or, or Kuliszewski or Bowen he says he's got Rafinha, Saka and Coutinho um, so which midfielder other than Rafinha, Saka and Coutinho should he swap Ward-Prowse for I think that's his question
2: I mean, need I say any more? I think Harvey Barnes is the real deal. Uh, I also think James Madison's a really good shot. Um, I think either of them. Uh, I think, depending on how cool it says he gets on tonight, because um, obviously he looked really good when he first started playing and then he hasn't done much the past game or two. He, he had um, the
1: assist, mate, for the goal.
2: Oh, last he got game. got another
1: assist, did he? No, um, no, today.
2: Oh, today? Yeah. There you go, man. There you go. Yeah, I, I, I mean... shout. I'm I'm bringing him in. He's on my current plan. Uh in a couple of weeks time I'm bringing him in. So I yeah. think uh yeah, I I think either Leicester or Kulesowski. I I wouldn't I think Bowen could be great could reward you because I think a lot of people won't have him anymore, but coming back from an injury, you just never know. I, I would go with uh Lester or Kuliseski.
1: And He's got moves, to, he's got moves, isn't he? He's got like transfers so 15 so left, I've, yeah. Yeah, so similar boat to you, Ben. So like, it makes sense for him to have a kind of a punt there on one of those players that we talked about.
2: The other thing as well, I mean, it, I guess it depends if he has um, if he has Kane. I I think I'd go for a Leicester player. If you have Son, I think I'd probably go for either a Leicester player and Kulosevsky or just go for Kulicevski, Um, because I think there's going to be a couple Spurs singles coming up. I know that there's a lot of talk about the game in the twenty third against Brentford maybe being moved. I think to the Monday, the 25th, I think. Um, and I think for anyone who doesn't have KM, I think you'll want to have two Spurs assets, try and cover that up.
1: I like the Barnes and Madison shout. I think, if, like you say, if you're covered on on Spurs, I think both of them are really, really good shouts. I think Madison's obviously fairly explosive, where well, he's proved that, um, like most midfielders that are valuable on the game where they can just pull out a pointer and you know if you have that and and, and captain then you're going to shoot right up your mini leagues and ranks. so i think yeah you two valuable points there ben with with with, um, madison and barnes yeah i
0: don't think i can add add too much to that really like you say with 15 transfers left yeah you may as well go a bit punty with it if yeah obviously if if we answered this before the games kicked off, I'd have probably said like an Arsenal or, or yeah, Saka or Kuliszewski just because they've got two fixtures to Leicester's one. But if he's still sat on his hands and hasn't made the move, I do fancy a, a Harvey Barnes because you can captain them on that day against Brentford and be a bit different if you fancy it. Um, and then he's got another question as well, Um, so similar to what Luke said, um, but he's asked us, who is the best goalkeeper until the end of the season? And yeah, I think unfortunately he asked this before the, the fixtures came out when Nick Pope become quite an obvious option, but yeah, he's just asking us, who's the best goalkeeper to the end of the season? Um, he's currently got Dubravka, but wants to know who to swap him out for.
2: Um, it's got to be Pope, doesn't yeah. it, with the captains, I don't think... Um, Yeah, I don't think there's anyone else you want to cover those fixtures. So I think it is kind of unfortunate, kind of takes a lot of the fun out of it. But you've just got to, I think you've just got to do it. It's whether or not you want to do someone in between Dubrovka and Pope. Um, With 15 transfers, I probably would. I mean, well, I am. I had 15. Um, But yeah, I think Pope was definitely the one.
0: Yeah, I can't add anything beyond that don't know about you Sam. Well uh, well I did say right I did say that I thought Allison would score the most points out of all of the goalkeepers until the end of the season. So yeah, you could just pick Allison knowing full well you wouldn't captain him, just leave him there and yeah, be confident that he'll score more points than Pope over the long run. That that could be an option, but yeah, given that you're going to need him for a couple of captaincies and you're not going to want to skip those games, are you? I think you've got to go Pope.
1: Yeah, you boys have covered it all really. I agree with all your points there. That's it, really. That that's it for the, the Twitter you, questions you, and gone through everyone. You missed Airbnb one, mate. I, I knew forward. you'd one. I've just pulled it up. Go for it. You missed um you missed um Tom Tom Powell's one. Go for it. Uh well, yeah, I can apply it to all three of us. Where do you both expect to finish this year and what lessons have you learned to carry into next season? Anyone got a straight up answer or do you want me to jump in first? Or Ben, you, Ben, you look like you're about to answer, mate. You go for it.
2: Uh, Okay. <laughs> I, I was kind of exhaling. So I'm not too sure, but uh, I oh, guess... you. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, mate. It looked like you were don't like. Worry, don't worry. I would say uh, probably between 250 and 500. I think we'll probably, I keep, I keep kind of floating between sort of, you know, 600, 700 and 400, 500. So between 400 and 700 really is where I've been for ages um, I'd love a top 100 if I can do it. That's still going to be the goal. Um, I don't think it's very likely, but with the extra transfers, it could happen. But to be honest, you know, last season was my first season um, and I got you know, just about in the top 1K. I think I got like 970 or something and I literally got in the last day of the season. So anything that's an improvement on that, I'm happy with. Top 500 would be great. Top 250 would be really good. And then if I, ha- if I can make 100 somehow, I'll be thrilled. But um, as for lessons... I think I'm still trying to learn the balance of when to use my transfers. I think last season I used them up too much. I think this season I've maybe been a bit too cautious. So uh yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try. I mean, this season's been difficult because there's never really been that many good opportunities to use them, but uh I'll try and be less scared to use transfers when I need to.
1: Nice answer, mate. Nice answer. What about yourself, Sam? I've had a, yeah, I had a poor season, really. Uh, last season, I finished 170th, 171st, 170th. Um, yeah, I don't quite know where it went wrong. I'll have to go back through on the analysis at the end of the season, which I, I did do that last year as well. So we'll do that and look at each transfer. I know the FF stuff has some great stuff um, in terms of reflection of your team. Yeah. Um, I'll be happy to finish top... I mean, I'll be happy to finish... I'll be delighted to finish top 500. I mean, I'm 800 and something now. Uh, I've got 10 or 11 moves left. See how congested it is up there. Very template with the two uh, two overhauls. Um, so I take top 500. Lessons, I think... This is, this is my thinking, right? Hopefully not too many people are listening. Or, yeah, maybe they are. But <laughs> judging off uh, my season so far, maybe people aren't going to heed the advice. But I think... Normal non-COVID season, I'm going to be more aggressive earlier in the season and then go to more template towards the back end of the season, especially if they don't affect the structure of the the game. I think if you can get yourself out in front and then you just want to consolidate until, you know, it's really, really crunch time or you see an opportunity here or there, um, that's a a viable way of playing the game when it's all a little bit more mapped out. I don't know what you guys are thoughts on that. So, my thinking was instead of just going bust into that, into both teams next year, maybe setting up both sides fairly similar and then having one where I play like I normally do, which is nothing until after the first overhaul, et cetera, et cetera. And then one where I just make moves much earlier, much more aggressive, right? I see a nice little change that's, that's apparent. I don't know, Salah plays on the Sunday, Kane plays on a Monday. You know, if something, you know, it, it, you know what I'm getting at or someone's hit really nice early form, bring them in and then and then see where they're both at, like, you know, 10, 12 game weeks into the season. I think the one thing with Sky is it's like really, it does change each year, certainly all the years I've played it. Um, and I'm like you, Ben, I've, I've sort of rinsed transfers just a little bit too much in the past and this year sort of thinking, well, even with 10, like, I probably could have made some more, some moves earlier.
0: Yeah, I don't have a great deal to to add to be honest. I'd say I've not, yeah, I've not had the best. Well, I'm five hundred and eightieth, I think I am at the moment. So it's not not horrendous, but yeah, just put my position down to getting like 50, 50 calls wrong. Really, I think my my big one was bow is going for Antonio instead of Bowen. Like my team structure at the time, I, I can't remember why I had to do it, but. Yeah for for some I can remember just having to bring Antonio in over Bowen for a particular reason and yeah that just screwed me over because I think there was one game where Bowen I either scored a brace or something and he got like a 40 point captaincy and uh, Antonio just completely blanked and I lost out on 40 points and Bowen was by far the most popular captain as well so it's just things like that that screwed me over and I, I think yeah the one one thing I would say yeah, based on what you said, Sam is. I I think yeah, definitely start using transfers a, a bit a, a bit more early on because by second overhaul, we all know who the best players in the game are. But at the start, when the prices are new and yeah, new teams get promoted and players go out on loan, like Gallagher, for example, we don't know who those like starlet like enablers are right at the start. Um, so yeah, getting on those early. Yeah, I think I'll definitely try to do that next season. Um, and in terms of yeah, what... one
2: thing, Sam. I'll go for it. I'm sorry, Tom.
0: I was going to say, in terms of what my goals are for the season, I don't actually care about overall rank. This is the most coveted prize in all of fantasy nah. football, this one. It's the King William in Fantasy Football League from the local pub of my hometown. So as long as I win that, I'm, I'm happy. <laughs>
2: Huge win. Massive. That's better than the 50k, mate. Oh, mate.
0: The bragging rights back in back in Somerset are unbelievable with that one. <laughs>
2: yeah. Well, the, the one thing I was going to say as well there... Um, was, Sam, um, you said about setting up your teams the same. I'm definitely, definitely going to do that next season. I've, I didn't do that last season because I didn't really know enough about the game. And this season, I don't know what I was thinking, but I went uh, block Villa defence at the start of the season and Villa were a shambles at the start of this season. I, it, it was so... And then, it, I mean, it was only for like three or four weeks, but my second team was really, really poorly ranked up until the first overhaul because I couldn't use like five transfers to get rid of the block defence. So um, I've clawed it back to like, I think it's like 3,000 now. But, you know, if I get top 1k, I'll be amazed.
1: I've kind of had mine fairly aligned. I think that's more to do with having a really bad season rather than a good season. I've got my second team at about 1,600th or something, 1,700th, which actually, if um, anyone doesn't know, the Sky took my captaincy off Salah on uh, Saturday in it, you know, when you go and select the captain and then something happens, you know, the glitch happens every now and again. So I've had like, would have been another 10 points up. So, you know, a fairly all right rank with that one. Um, yeah, so I think I'm going to continue with the same vein of just, it's hard, isn't it, to pick two teams that you think will both do well when you clearly have one team that you think is the the the, the more dominant and a better side. And I think having them aligned and then making a 50-50 call on someone as a transfer you just do one in either side I always find that I just favour my dominant side and that's when my brain's thinking right this is actually the, the the thing that's going to happen versus my B team or second team where I'm always just having a punt and I don't want it to be like that that next season so going with that sort of similar or very same side and then maybe tailing it off as, as time goes on is another option there as well
0: I've just seen that Harry Kane scored by the way
2: oh I see. no happy days my rank is going to be no, shall Sorry, we shall have a li- shall have a live look? Let's see. I was around five hundred and I'm now six hundred and fifty. <laughs> so that's a hundred and fifty not- from probably one goal. So oh well,
1: not too so, bad, mate. Let's hope he doesn't do any more. He hasn't. He hasn't yeah. got a bonus or
0: anything. So if well, you you had it on Trent, didn't you? So if Trent keeps a clean sheet at this stage, you'll match yeah. Kane. So I it'd be the end of the world. Yeah, it's just if Kane goes yeah. ballistic now and scores another one, then you might be in trouble.
1: Yeah. yeah, we'll see. <laughs> we've got another we've got another question here, Ben. Oh. And, okay. Sorry, Tom.
0: Yeah, go for it. Sorry if I've missed your no. questions on this on the video, lads. But yeah, go for it.
1: FPL Fish, um, what would your optimal eleven be now if you could over overhaul but had no transfers left for the rest of the season? So basically if we're setting up right now with unlimited transfers, what would you do?
2: But none for the rest of the season? No, uh... but
1: but but set up. Right, I, well, I, I think Pope. that question came in before the, the fixtures as well. So obviously there's fixtures in there that we probably all haven't had time to fully digest. So I guess acting as if we didn't know those those fixtures or if you can remember some off the top of your head, then then um, yeah, that's a bonus.
2: I did this earlier just for fun, which is lucky. Otherwise I'd be completely stumped. Yeah. Uh, so it would be Pope, Van Dijk, Cancelo, Trent, Rudiger, Silva, Golaszewski, uh, Ramsey, Barnes, Salah, and Son. Um, Son's not ideal. I still would rather not have Son now. But the only way I can keep Van Dijk and Trent is if I keep Son over Kane. Uh, so I would just hope that Golaszewski and Son could cover Kane, um, and that will be my team in a in a couple of weeks' time. So. Would
1: you, I don't mean, no, no, you haven't done it, Tom. But I think we're all in agreement, Pope, aren't we? A hundred percent, as a goalkeeper. Yep. And then you, we all want Cancelo, right? Yep. After what we said earlier, Van Dijk for all of us. Yeah, yeah. maybe. Yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I think I'd go with him over Trent to be fair, because he's cheaper, isn't he? And probably score the same.
1: Yeah. And then what you saying for the other two? Two or well, how
0: many more defensive spots? I reckon you need Kilman. I think you need Kilman to cover you for yeah. a, for a single. Um, he's not like the perfect Wolves player, but I think you probably want Kilman. Um, I'd just double up it's on cheap. City. He's going to be well. an enabler.
1: You're going to need two. We're going to need two to three enablers for this to be afforded. So yeah, Kilman. Would you have a fourth fourth defender? Um,
0: yeah, I'll probably double up on Man City to be honest, by Laporte or you will go for Rudiger. Yeah.
1: Yeah, nice. Yeah, Rudiger, good shout. Midfield,
2: yeah, I I think for sure.
1: Yeah, Saka in midfield. I think we've all agreement in that. My midfield
0: currently Saka, um, Ramsey, Rafinha is probably the way to go. Really, with the fixtures and how well they're all playing. Maybe Ramsey's, Coutinho in there as well. I, I, would, I, would, I would,
2: I know, I'm sounding like I sort of keep going on about it, but I would say maybe a lesser player because I think they're definitely going to have singles. So if we're if we're thinking we can't change our team, I think we'd have yeah, to have enough. a lesser player. Okay.
1: I'll see if I can pen it together now on the app. Let's have a look.
2: And then, yeah, I wasn't thinking um, about the other singles, actually. So, yeah, we would need Kilman. and I'd actually probably then go Tony, because um, I think Brentford are going to have a single at some point as well. He
1: hasn't been he that bad. you want Kulizewski in me. midfield, then you're going to need Tottenham. So, do you, you know, will you be able to afford Kane and Salah? Probably not um, with that team that we've mentioned there. Um, yeah, it's annoying that I've got to, take out every player, but I would imagine, yeah, you might have to go like Kuluzewski or something like that and then have um, Salah and Tony up front. Or if you could get Kane, Salah, Tony as a three, then you might have to drop one of your big, big boys at the back. But I think we've kind of come up with the bones of a decent sort of 11 or 12 players there that could, could fit into an 11.
0: Yeah, nice one. Did I miss any more, Sam? Like I said, apologies. I I, I think I put this together this morning and haven't had much time to look at it again today. So if I've missed any more, just let me know. don't think so. That's a lot. All right. Anything else for for you guys to say at all? I think that covers me quite nicely. But anything we missed?
2: No, I think we're all good. I'm going to nervously go and watch Liverpool Arsenal now and see see what happens. Hopefully we win it, but we'll see.
0: Lovely job. Hopefully
2: Kane doesn't get another goal. (laughs)
0: Yeah, just under an hour for this one as well. So yeah, not not too long for people to listen to. Okay then. Well, thanks everyone for 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 listening or watching. And yeah, thanks Ben for coming on. Really appreciate that. Hope you hope you enjoyed it. Oh,
2: yeah. Thanks very much ben. for having me. You're more than really really on appreciate. Again, it. Really enjoyed it, guys.
0: All right. Yeah, as as, as usual, um we were well, we hit 100 subscribers this week as well. So massive thanks to everyone that subscribed to the channel. Um yeah, pretty wicked that. Um so yeah, just <laughs> Keep it going please. If you like what you see, leave us a like and, and subscribe and yeah, let's see let's see how, how big we can get this. Yeah. Take care, everyone.
1: Thanks Cheers, so much, guys. guys.